eating this mic. You should fucking <laughs> throttle it. <laughs> like, what do they call that? Throated.com? <laughs> what? <laughs> Welcome to Couch Co-op, episode 75, and it's a celebration Welcome everybody, I am Ian, and I am joined on this anniversary episode with my longtime good friend, Gabriel Beck. Woot! Gabriel, how you been, buddy? I've been great, Ian. It's good to be here. Thanks it is so good. Me. We've been hanging, uh, spending the day together, hanging out, doing some shopping for some fucking grills <laughs> and shit, and uh, it's just good to hang out with you again. It is. It's been a great day. My resident Batman super fan. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, we were, uh, just, I don't know. We, we reconnected because of Justin over a fucking Simpsons car. Yeah, that was, that was interesting. <laughs> a little, uh, he bought a little Simpsons Hot Wheel and then we just started talking. It's like, God damn it, Dave, Gabe, we haven't, we haven't hung out in fucking forever. Yeah. Well, we live in different states. Oh, barely. <laughs> That's an excuse. That's a lame excuse. It is a lame one. Anyway, so we hung out today. We've been kind of reconnecting. Finding the love. And, uh, oh, well, he is going to say uh, something. No, no, I was going to have some kind of song about friendship that I was going to sing. And <laughs> I don't know. Then I just had a little short circuit and I yeah, lost it. Well. The moment is gone now. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> but uh, so we've been hanging out. We've been talking shit. We've been, you know, we found, we went to the store. And we found some fucking New York seltzer of all fucking yeah. things. How many of you guys remember playing Nintendo and drinking your New York seltzer? And fucking a gabe i it, certainly do it is fucking tetris and seltzer it is not quite what we remember is it no it's really not it's a lot sweeter than i remember it being and i always remember like my mom being a fan of it kind of because it was a better alternative to soda or maybe i'm remembering that wrong who knows at least it's cane sugar yeah it's not the Fruit fructose corn syrup or whatever that crap is but it is really i i mean I, it's still good it i is, mean yeah. but calling it seltzer is a little bit of a misnomer it does seem really sweet i mean i remember at least it. like the flavor is it says black cherry soda <laughs> is the flavor so they're not really lying to you maybe but by by you know putting that seltzer thing in the name they probably are making you think that it's going to be healthier than it actually is maybe it was never healthy it probably wasn't. <laughs> it, you know, who knows? Uh, that was the maybe 80s. they had like bromine and shit in it. It was the eighties. It was a simpler time. It was eighteen bit. Now, yeah, now it's really got soda. me thinking about Crystal Pepsi. <laughs> Isn't that making a comeback too? I hope not, because it wasn't that good. Just, it was Pepsi without artificial coloring. What's the difference? It was it not. It exactly the same. No, as it did It tasted different. What? Happened? Well, I don't even like Pepsi, so it doesn't matter. I, yeah, I don't either. I'm a Coke guy. I'm a Coke guy, 100%. But. It's a Jack and Coke. It's not a Jack and Pepsi. <laughs> anyway. Damn right. <laughs> so. I represent that. <laughs> yeah. Gabe and I have uh, uh, shared a few uh, beverages in our in our history. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, you mean you do mean tonight or you mean, <laughs> just tonight? Because if we're talking about our whole history, it's more than a few. Well, I was trying to be nice. I was trying to be. <laughs> I was trying to be a gentleman. <laughs> For who? For whose benefit? I don't know. Our, 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 are your listeners our, our easily audience, offended? Our audience, no. Our audience that. are not. I don't know. If they are, they don't let us know. <laughs> and most of them like it when we're douchebags. I don't know. They like sex, and I don't know what they like. Uh, it's <laughs> who doesn't like sex. <sighs> 
people that don't like sex? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know any of those people. Do you know uh, those people? No, I guess not. Mm. Maybe they hate. I don't know. I, I Who knows? Write in if you hate sex. Write in. Yeah. Tell us your story. <laughs> tell, us your... tell us your I hate sex stories. <laughs> Ian and I will do a whole episode where we just make fun of those emails. Okay. We should just have our own podcast. <laughs> we should probably just start our own podcast. Anyway. Um, the offshoot. So, uh, we're supposed to talk about video games. All right, we're going to talk about video games. Uh, it's episode 75, and uh, and I have to celebrate because I actually beat The Witcher 3. Woo! Woo! Yeah! Yeah! No! How, no? No. <laughs> oh, no. I got the super negative ep- uh, ending. Oh, shit. <laughs> super. Super fu- negative, like. Kill everybody dies and. And so I quickly. Now, okay, this is going to be a weird episode here because you're going to be trying to review yeah, Richard exactly. Three without spoiling it for me, right? And then I'm going to be trying to review Batman without spoiling it for well, you. Well, no, I, I'm, I, I'm, I. Well, this is my 75th episode of a podcast. I'm pretty good at not spoiling things. Okay, but for you, it's your first time. Yeah, and I understand it could be difficult. All right, I'm. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm going to struggle with that. I'm. Here's here's one thing you need to know about me, and I'm. One thing I I won't spoil anything for you. Okay. But one thing for me, I actually really don't care about spoilers. No. No. You can tell me it, and I will still experience joy or sadness upon the, at which the event happens in the game or movie or TV show. It spoilers don't affect me one way. I, um, it's not something that bothers me. Okay. So you can spoil something for me, and it's totally cool. I won't spoil things for anybody else because generally people... That's the general census is that spoilers fuck shit spoilers up Spoilers are bad. Yeah. Right. But it... Spoilers uh, lessen enjoyment of storytelling. I'm, I'm more about ac- the storytelling than the actual... The event that happens. Like if the story does such a good job of getting there, or the game does a good job of getting there, then that's at which point I gauge how well that event fits into the game right for me so right. um maybe that's because i'm a director and i do weird shit and i think about things like that no and that's become really important in video games especially when they you know start comparing it to cinema you have to be able to adequately tell a story in a linear fashion and well and maybe sometimes not so linear but a coherent fashion and right. have it make sense and not have it you know feel forced because of certain elements of gameplay. Right. So, I beat Witcher 3. And it's the bad ending. Um, so, I quickly res- I quickly loaded up a, lo- a save file. Right. S- well, here's the thing about Witcher 3. I don't know if you know this. It has a potential 36 endings. Damn. But it has, That's three, broad. It has three main endings. Okay. So, there's three main endings, and then there's multiple endings that kind of branch off off that. <laughs> So, so it puts Mass Effect to shame from the sounds of it. Kind of yes or no. Um, so I, I got the bad ending with the really bad ending. <laughs> so then I, got, I, I reloaded it, got the bad ending, and got the better ending with the bad ending. <laughs> so now, so I I've, I've beat it twice. Well, but beat, not all the way through. No, not all the way through. So now I'm You're reloading. branching off at this one point. Here. Right. So I'm reloading again from a point at which I think I can get 
the ending. I, I'm going to. But do there are probably certain choices you make further right. back in the game, right? Right. That are affecting what's going on. So I'm loading. I think I can get a, the middle, the, the middle third ending with the branching ending. <laughs> I'm going to load that now, and then I'm going. I'm going to do all three endings. So I'm going to. Uh, the I'm main gonna, ending. Basically, I'm going to get all three of the main three endings with de- depending the branch. Um, I love this game. <laughs> I love this it game so much. It looks gorgeous. It I really does. I'm it. looking forward to playing. I will it for play sure. it. I could keep playing it. I don't know. I'm I. Oh, there well, was and I know what a big Skyrim fan you are. Yeah, I'm so a huge what, Skyrim. How, what kind of comparisons do you draw between Witcher and Skyrim here? Uh, well, I've talked about this a little bit on the show, but I'll I'll talk to you oh. about it. Um, no, uh, Skyrim is a great game, a great sandbox RPG. It's shit for story. <laughs> Let's be honest. Skyrim's story Some parts is, of it are good. No, it's pretty shit. It's. Because there's no it leaves a lot to be desired. I won't deny that. There's a story. I'm not saying but the story n- is essentially a training mode in this. Right. Kind there of is sandbox. a story. There is a story. But there's no characters that you fall in love with or connect and a big, with. A big part of that, I think, why it suffers is because the main character is so anonymous. Right. You. The Dovahkiin. Right. You, you just you Me have you. no voice. Right. You don't. I mean, you can create your own look. But without a voice, when your lines are all text, mm. you don't, you just don't seem real. Right. You just seem like an but, NPC. But even still, an NPC could still be more of a character or have more of a through line. I feel, and and I or think not that's, have the voice, well, same voice as I guess the other NPC like, character. I mean, like in Mass Effect, for instance. I mean, I guess you're still Shepard, but you're still your Shepard. And then there's I didn't such... play around with that a lot. I stuck oh. pretty close to vanilla Shepard okay. when I played. That's fine, but the characters, the NPCs... But I understand that, NPCs, that potential is there more so than in Skyrim. Those NPCs have such character. Right. You know, Garrus is a great character. Liara is a great character. Yes, yes, yes. You know, there's none of that in Skyrim. No. And that's what Skyrim... Everybody is kind of interchangeable. Yeah. Yeah, that's a so, fair assessment. And then what makes Skyrim interesting for me at this point, I mean, I've, I'm on my third playthrough of the game Jeez. currently, yeah. um, is the modding on PC. That's what I find the most interesting about Skyrim. <laughs> the only one I've ever seen is the Macho Man mod. Oh, no, well. Or, and that's I think it's just the intro where they mod it. And... It's the naked titties. It's the horse cocks. It's the sex lab. It's what the, the fuck mods it's are the, you watching? It's the estrus with the, the tentacle porn. Like, you like... Girls attack you, and you just like, Hi, are they? and then like the the tentacles come out of the ground and fuck them, and yeah, you you have no idea. You should probably. I listen. have no idea what you're talking. You about. You should probably listen to this podcast more because the listeners know all about how much I'm a pervert. Anyway, well, so I, everyone, I, I don't I, have to listen to the podcast. I to apologize to the listeners to have to rehash that. Gabriel didn't know what level no, of Skyrim I, I was on. The univers- <laughs> I'm on the anniversary episode, and my actual knowledge of the podcast itself is. It's painfully okay. limited. It's okay. And I, f- I do feel a little guilt about that. It's all right. But not much because I know <laughs> what it's like just bullshitting with you. So I know exactly how these podcasts are going to go. Yeah, right? Yeah. Some of them have been crazy and weird. Anyway. Oh, I'm sure they have. Uh, so <laughs> I don't doubt that in the slightest. So uh, This one's probably going to... This one's already gotten crazy and weird. We're fucking... <laughs> 
We're in tentacle the- porn in Skyrim. What the oh, fuck, dude? These guys are used to that. Seriously? Yeah, they, it's like fisting in Futanari. This it's, this it's, might be like a cinematic event later. You might have to film my reaction yeah, to yeah, some maybe. of these mods yeah. or something. Maybe I'd have to show them to you. I'd gladly show them to you. Anyway, um, <laughs> so... <laughs> anyway. Uh, do you have a YouTube channel? Let's do this. I can't. Gabe reacting to Skyrim. I mods. can't really show you. I guess I can show you reacting to it. I can't really show you the can't mods. Sh- no, no. The filming will just be me reacting. To anyway, we're and then in, somebody else will make the splices of my. We're in Casa Studio del Milkman with the mood lighting, and you know we're just kicking it here with a couple beers, and it's like low chill and. and Gabe Stitch. has no idea. Yes, yeah, Stitch is up here. But, uh, Stitch is chilling. So anyway, Witcher has a great story, great characters, and it just it just grabs you and pulls you in and makes you want to play. Plus, there's a great fighting mechanic, way better than Skyrim's fighting mechanic is kind of weak. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's just... And Skyrim it's a, is a lot of... It's disjointed and kind of... It's a Bethesda game, you know? It's Fallout or it's Skyrim, it's Oblivion. It just has that kind of... It's a great game. But it's, yeah, there's a couple of cool like little animations, like when you land the critical strikes or whatever. Oh, but there's some great for the shit. most part, especially when there's a lot of characters on the screen fighting. It's just kind of a mess. It's it's uh, I just love The Witcher, and uh, honestly, if we think about it, I mean, I know, and that that's the only game I've really been playing uh, this week. Um, but if we think about it, because I know you're going to talk about a couple games, but uh, Warner Brothers as a publisher is just destroying. Oh, I mean, right. with Witcher Three, Batman, Mortal Kombat. I mean, these I guys. I forgot that Witcher was a WB game. It's th- these guys are publishing these great developers, and these guys are making a killing. Really, I mean, they're like fucking Activision, Blizzard. I mean, they're doing some great games, and I'd like if they can just keep their eye on the prize. It's kind of impressive to have this kind of they come out of nowhere and just like make all these great games. And well, now. Isn't Witcher 3 the first one to be a console game? Uh, no. Uh, Witcher 2 was released exclusively on 360. Oh, okay. But uh, but Witcher 3 is the first one for PS4. Yeah, PS4, yeah. Okay. And it's beautiful. Have you played the other ones on PC? I have Witcher 2, the enhanced version on PC. I couldn't get into it. Uh, just There's something... Because it's not a completely open world. It's kind of got that... It's like the Final Fantasy Eleven complaint. Kind of. It's kind of you. You can kind of go anywhere, but you kind of have to stay on the path to get there. Right. And you can't go over the mountain or, yeah. Okay. And there's something about it that I didn't like playing it on the PC. There's something that it's one of those games where uh, I listen to this other podcast uh, DLC with Jeff Kanata and PC games. You either want to like be up front in the screen with the mouse and keyboard mm-hmm. and then like there's console games where you just want to sit back on the couch and enjoy the journey yeah there's like sit back games and there's sit forward games right and witcher 3 is kind of for the most part a sit back game until you get into like a boss fight or something but right you know, right you know yeah i understand what you mean so uh gabe what have you been <laughs> playing well, well, let's 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 start with let's start with the maybe less interesting and like go up Less interesting? Well, not less interesting, but like, let's talk about Mortal Kombat 10, because no one's talking okay. about Mortal Kombat 10 on the show yet. Oh, you're really? th- You're like the only person I know who has it, actually. Oh, okay. So I'd like to talk about that a little bit. I dig it. I think it's a great game. I'm, I've, I've been a big Mortal Kombat fan since I was young. You know, I follow the mythology of it and everything and try and keep up with the canon. And yeah, ever since they did Mortal Kombat 9 back in 2010, they've, that was like their reboot. So this follows that particular story well. 
And what it is is it's like the next generation. So you have Cassie Cage, who is the daughter of Johnny Cage and Sonya Blade. So is it kids? Is it no, Mortal they're Kombat not kids. kids. They're all grown up. It's just it's Mortal Kombat twenty years later. But it's their kids. But it's their it's Mortal Kombat the next generation. Okay. Um, Mortal Kombat nine hundred two one zero. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> and then yeah, there's Jackie Briggs, who is Jax's daughter. And then the way they kind of explain, you know, family and friends fighting each other is that Quan Chi takes control of them and they become his revenant and, you know, he's the evil sorcerer that manipulates people. So that's why good guys fight each other in this game. So as a story mode, one of the big things I liked about Mortal Kombat 9 was how the the story mode in the game did a really good job of kind of mixing up the gameplay, mm-hmm. kind of making you play each character and then fight a whole bunch of the characters. Is that obviously did that come back through in yeah. the story? Oh yeah. And it's actually, it's improved in some ways in that there are elements of story mode that don't appear. There are characters in story mode that don't appear elsewhere in the game. Um, like there's a good segment that explains uh, why Baraka is not a part of the game and maybe a minor spoiler here, but it also addresses the minor complaint of having no fatalities in the previous story mode. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So those make a little bit of an appearance, but they do spend a good amount of time focusing on both classic and new characters, um, which is a good element to it. One of... The, oh, go ahead. Uh, 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 one of the few things I did see and I was curious about is it added this faction thing. So what, oh. is, the, what is the importance of that in the game? Because I... It's... There's not a lot of importance to it, I guess. Um, there are certain perks you get for being parts of different factions. Like they have what are called faction kills, which are essentially just like quick and easy fatalities that are unique to the faction. Um, and so like the higher you level up in this faction, the more of these you get. You get certain bonuses like towards earning experience points, blah, 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 that sort of thing. So. Okay, I was just curious because it was like it was kind of a new layer, and I was just curious how that, and it, it picks certain characters are in each of the factions. Obviously, I'm guessing. And yeah, it doesn't really like. I mean, there are certain characters that are obviously meant to be associated with these factions they create. Like you know, uh, the they have like their separate backgrounds for the main title screen, depending on what faction you choose, and the like one is called the Brotherhood of the Shadow, and the background is. Quan Chi's laboratory. So it's pretty obvious that Quan Chi is associated with this particular faction. Right. Um, but it doesn't really affect gameplay itself. It just kind of affects like your e- your EXP and your perks and things of that nature, especially as playing online goes. What do you think uh, some of the things they improved from the last game? What do you think they've... It feels like there's more variety to it. Um, they have a system now where there are three different versions of each character that each have like different special moves associated with them. So that kind of keeps you guessing regarding strategy from each character. Um, And, um, you know, of course the graphics are an improvement. Right. They're awesome. It's just so much fun to watch. You know, I'm, I've always kind of been a fan of hyper violence, just from a pre early comedic standpoint. <laughs> no, I, That's I, really what Mortal Kombat has just, thrived on. You, you get this giddy child and this uh, childlike uh, laughter when you watch your fatality. <laughs> yeah. <It's> like, <laughs> it is. It's kind of like it's almost a little evil. Yeah. Um, is there anything? I don't know. Is there anything you really 
that you don't like or could have been better about this version of the game that you're not quite i mean I'm, you know i want to try and give a well-rounded i mean obviously is this is a great game it's a lot of fun to play yeah but is there anything that you're kind of like you wish they could have worked on more or? um or is it solid I, I think it's pretty solid i mean the i think the crypt is just too much what is that the crypt is like where you unlock everything um like you know how like in mortal kombat 9 where you like earn coins right it's, it's it works the same way as it did in mortal kombat 9 um but part of mkx is the brutalities and all those are unlocked in the crypt i mean those are some stuff that you can look up online as well blah 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 but but yeah they make it a, a lot harder to unlock stuff like you earn coins at a slower pace and the things you unlock cost more coins. So that's been kind of a frustrating process trying to unlock everything. So I would have lightened up on that in that respect. And the amount of unlockables they have is also just completely excessive. <laughs> Most of those are, but doesn't that keep you coming back? You know, you're like, I'm going to keep playing this. Mo well, because most of it is associated with the online experience, which I don't participate in much. Not at all. That's, no, not really. I mean, I don't even have a PS Plus subscription at oh, this point, okay. so I am, you know, I haven't earned complete nerd cred You're yet. You're a solo guy. I am. I'm a solo gamer. It's That's just cool. That's been. Cool. What about when? This has been my stick. What about when Star Wars Battlefront comes out? I, don't don't care. I you know I wasn't big on the first one, so are I don't you, understand the hype. Are you even a competitive gamer, really? No, no, I don't no. think so. I'm I'm in it. I'm like you. I'm in it for the story. Right. So, yeah, Mortal Kombat's got a good story. It's got a good gameplay, but um, there's focus on other areas that could have been better applied toward that kind of stuff. But from from a solo gamer's perspective, it's fun to play. Cool. No, I'm, that's awesome. I mean, I... You and know, that's, ever since, that's important for a fighting game. But even since they kind of relaunched Mortal Kombat and then, and then the team gave us Injustice, I mean, it seems like they've been doing a really good job, so... Yeah. Um, that they've no. got a good grasp on the like the 2.5D right. fighter. Cool. So uh, enough of that. Let, <laughs> enough of that. And is there something else you've been Let's playing? Let's get to the and main event. And is there something yeah. else you've been playing? Yeah, there's this, you know, there's this little game. Came out with a little bit of anticipation behind it. It's based on a uh, minor comic book character. Minor. Some of you might know. Minor. Wait, wait, wait. Before, been around we, before for, we even get into this. Coincidentally, he's been around for 75 years. We should probably talk about. Oh, he has? Oh. That's right. Before we even get into this, though, we talked about this a little bit, but we should talk about it's San Diego Comic Con going on right now. <laughs> There's a lot of news oh, going on. Are we going to talk about Batfleck? We should talk a little bit about the Superman. I mean, I don't know if I don't care, but this, the Batman versus Superman trailer. That I'm came still out. not convinced enough to pay money for it. Oh, I'm going to pay money. You're going to pay money. A train wreck's a train wreck, Gabe. Are you gonna You're gonna watch it in Heckle Vision though? No. But you're gonna pay money to see it burn. I will go. I will go. Brennan and I will go to Cinetopia and sit in the living room theater and watch it. Yeah, I'll watch right. it. Yeah, I'll watch it. I'll drink a beer and and. Uh, but you're not gonna go for the 3D experience. And I'm not IMAX a 3D guy. I don't, what, I'm not in the 3D at all. I could give two shits about 3D. And I think it's overrated too. But uh, you know, I already know this movie's not gonna do. It, the The movie isn't gonna be what I want. It's going to feel a lot like Man of Steel did. But. It's going to feel like a lot of what they came up. It's like they came up with a lot of showpieces 
and then wrote the story around the show pieces to try and weave them together. But I think some of that imagery is going to be me worth seeing on the screen. There's going to be those moments where there's Batman and Superman. I mean, yeah, that I want to uh, yeah. see on the screen, even if the movie is a massive turd, <laughs> polished to pristine, glimmering excess. There's something still awesome about the fact that they are making a Batman Superman movie. And I, you know, and I kind of felt the same way about Green Lantern when it came down. Oh. I, I enjoyed well, it. We get to a second a chance. Green Lantern. Yeah, Four. in 2020. <laughs> That's a long ways away. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I did I did like some of the visual elements of it. It just, you know, lacked right. any skeletal kind of <sighs> substance that holds that sort of thing. But together. even in this substance, the style had no substance. I mean, you know, sometimes <laughs> at least Zack Snyder's style has substance. Even if his substance has no substance, at least his visual style has some right. kind of substance. He so, can, yeah, he, he's good at telling stories without words. Right. Yeah. So It's um, words that trip Snyder up, which is weird. <laughs> which is weird because the movie's but, written yeah, by David Goyer. But yeah, he does great visuals and he does, you know, Great big action set pieces. Those are his staples for sure. I gotta say, the trailer kind of won me over. Over, over it the definitely la- gave me hope that it wasn't going to be as bad as I initially thought. Right, and particularly it's gonna, Affleck. It's still going to be bad. Oh, really? You had reserves about Affleck? I'm not sold. Affleck is the only thing going for me in that movie. No, no. Yeah. I like yeah. Henry Cavill as Superman. Nah. I thought he was a good emo Superman. Superman. No. He's not stoic. He's not cheerful enough. It's not his fault. It's not his fault. He did the best with the material he was given. I think he's got the best look of any cinema Superman. No way. Brandon Routh is dope. Brandon Routh is dope. Nope. Was dope. Nope. That movie's awesome. Disagree. I don't disagree. I think Cable. I disagree with myself. (laughs) (laughs) Or wait, I don't disagree with myself. Anyway, oh, now you're losing track. Let us talk. But anyway, I talk about Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight. Back to the video game. Let us let us hear. So this, I don't know how much hype can be put on this game any more than it. They, then fucking particularly Rocksteady, when they end up delaying it for eight months, and then Rocksteady put super hype on themselves, and then unfortunately, at the game's launch, mired in just negative criticism because of the bad PC port of the game. Meh. But it doesn't matter to us because we aren't we're, PC no, master we're console race. Guys. We're console guys. You know, yeah. Suck at PC master race. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. No, tell me about the... Is it? Is it? Is it better than Arkham Asylum, Arkham City? It's a completion of those games. Uh, wow, that's a that's a really political. That's a that's <laughs> thank you, President. You can't oh. really call them better than the other because they're all part of one big whole. They haven't improved. They yes. haven't improved. This? No, they improve. Yeah. So is, is it improved? Absolutely, visually and you know it's the story just fits so well with what they've been building. All right, I have I have a thing for you. Okay. You put it in. You've installed it. You push start. You play it for the first time. Mm-hmm. You're looking at it. You're Batman, or well, or you're. Cl- or I don't know what you are. I, I don't spoil this, but like, <laughs> what is that? Like first that, initial like boom into the world of Arkham Knight. What is your? What do you? Th- what's the first thing? Does you it control? blow you away? Or are you yes. like get me? It it really sets the tone. It's and it's super dark. 
it is a seriously dark moment that this game starts off with, and it just kind of tells you that, you know, the theme of this game is death. That's straight up. I mean, there's a reason that this is the only Batman game to have to bear an M rating. And they just, they pull no punches. There are some brutal twists and turns that and you just, don't see and coming. And it gets harder and harder and harder? It does. It's it just punching. like, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really hard to explain without spoiling it. But okay. it's just, okay. it's, it's very right. good right. psychologically. I don't want you to spoil anything. Um, the other fear I have about the game, and I think some of my co-hosts uh, and maybe some of the listeners, the fear of adding into the game a vehicle. How has that worked? I've seen gameplay of it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Is it awesome? Is it about 80%? Explain. Admittedly, at first, it felt a little shoehorned into the game. Um, it didn't feel natural, particularly the part with the big guns. Um, and they, you know, they do a big job of explaining. Well, all these tanks you're blowing up are unmanned drones, right? Um, but you know, still, like, you're speeding through the streets, and there are like, you know, people there. And when the car ends up making contact with them, what it does, they, like, this electric field <laughs> surrounds them and Magic. It shocks them and Magic. like sends them flying away from the, <laughs> the vehicle. So nobody's getting you know, killed, they're just getting hurt really bad because that's what Batman does. He Hurts doesn't kill, him. he just maims. So, but like, how does it, how, do, how does it work into the pl- game play? Uh, mainly, it has to do with shooting tanks and also there are Riddler challenges that are like time-based races because there, there are like two versions of the Batmobile. There's the, what they call a pursuit mode, which is where you're just the car speeding through the streets as fast as you can. And there's battle mode where it essentially becomes a tank. Is it necessary in the game or is it something you just kind of... It's necessary for the game, yeah. And they, you know, you're fighting an army, essentially. It's Batman versus a private army. Right. So this private army is extremely well-armed and you have to go toe-to-toe with them on their terms. Right. So. And then the other other thing I've heard is that the story doesn't quite live up to Arkham Asylum or... Arkham City. Uh, to be fair, I haven't finished the game yet. So I I don't think I can completely judge how the story measures up to the previous games. Um, I can say that it's a lot darker than those games were. And those games were pretty dark to begin with. Right. I am a huge Batman nerd to begin with. Right. So I'm clearly going to be biased toward, you know, the edge of kindness in this review. <laughs> um, he's gonna keep blowing Batman. I am, because that's what I've been doing for twenty years. So why stop now? <laughs> Batman balls. So right in my mouth. Has that, have been, So I know I do know from you that you bought all the DLC. Mm-hmm. Um, that was another one of the criticisms that they had so uh, much I did, DLC. I, I do want to revisit Mortal Kombat real quick, is that? Oh, okay, okay. We can go back. About. We can go back. Um, let's just do a DLC topic. Well, okay, we'll do. Well, let's, you want to you want to do it after? Yeah, let's let's finish Batman. Okay, we'll talk about Batman. Um, so, um, is it a game where you? Because I heard also that it's just it's the Batman with just too much to do. Do you find that <laughs> there you is find? An awful lot do you find do. that you're just doing everything else, or do you? Is the story strong enough that you want to follow it? 
And then are you, after you finish the story, are you going to complete the other stuff? I'm the kind of guy that likes to complete as many side missions as possible before the story mode ends. I kind of figure that the story mode should wrap up the entire narrative, particularly where, this, where these Batman games are concerned. Although they, with Arkham City as well, they kind of managed to work it a little more fluidly where, you know, particularly with the Riddler, you don't necessarily have to beat the Riddler before you go on to the right. final boss fight. And it still fits in with the narrative and can be okay in that regard. And honestly, I kind of feel like this game is designed to a point where you can't beat all the side missions until the main story mode is complete, much like Skyrim mm -hmm. or a lot of the more... Robust mm, RPGs, right. right? Right. I mean, as far as too much to do, I mean, it's it's still less than, say, Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> you know, it's not that bad. Right. Um, but there are ample distractions for sure. Have, uh, just out of curiosity, in the other two Batman games, how far completed did you complete those games? I came pretty damn close. Uh, Arkham Asylum was probably the game I ever came closest to platinuming on. Okay. And all I missed out on was there was one combat challenge that I couldn't earn the gold medal on. That would have got me the 100% completion. That would have got me the you know the gold medal for completing all the challenges. Right. I, I never did beat the game on hard, so I didn't get oh, that medal. Oh, okay. Either. Well, you know what? Let's take a moment. We'll take a break, <laughs> and we'll talk about that. All right. So I didn't play. I didn't get Batman Asylum, back in, Arkham Asylum right off. I waited, and I think I ended up borrowing it from my friend Jared. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know, I'll get some trophies. And uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'll play this on hard. <laughs> I like how the drumming fingers. The drumming fingers? Yeah, they came in on the mic. I don't know if you can hear that. Anyway, so, <laughs> man, there are some moments. It is the game. A, I came to hate. And B, well, the reason. Well, because you're not playing with the counter indicators. The reason. No, I understand. <laughs> I've never played the game before either. So it's like I'm just playing right, it on hard. No fucking wonder. So then, uh, first time on hard. And then I get through. I get through. I, there's some moments where I thought I'm just never going to. I'm not going to beat this. I mean, mm -hmm. there's some moments where I'm just like super fucking pissed off and I want to break the controller. And then I, I get through and I make it to that final fucking stupid Joker battle. <laughs> in my opinion, like in, in my opinion, that's a fucking the fucking cracked out Joker steroid Joker is a little much. But I thought it was novel. I, it okay. was something that had never been done before. Yes, it so. is. It is novel. It's like a, it's a super shredder. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> All right. so that's a pretty fair <laughs> comparison. Anyway, but on hard, you have him and then everyone with a gun and electro bat in that pit just destroying you. I didn't oh God, think I was put them on guns in the hard mode. Oh yeah, I didn't think oh, it was geez. ever gonna. F I didn't think I was ever gonna beat it. I would get pissed. I got pissed. I hated games. This is the game yeah. that I decided that I would never play another game on hard ever again. <laughs> but I fucking beat it. Nice. And I have the trophy for it. You can go check it on my trophies. Yeah. But oh my God, my hands and. <laughs> I just never again. I I mean, I literally hated the Arkham game after that. Like I sh and and that, See, and, I and that's the problem. It's like I want to go through the Batman game and enjoy it and have a good time and enjoy the story and have well, fun. Well, then don't play it on hard. No, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but I was a gamer and I'm trying to be a gamer. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Trying to be competitive. Trying to be it. trying to be you cool. Know. It's like I can do it. And uh, man, I hated it. So that's. 
it's kind of that's your slight, intro to the Batman. Slightly games. ruined it for me, but it's yeah, a solid. It's a great game. So I waited. I let time pass. I bought the game of the year edition for Arkham City. I just played it on normal. Had a good time. Great game. Mm-hmm. So I love that one more than the first one. That's a better game than the first. It is one. a better game. It's an improvement. One. But man, I I can kick some ass. I'm just I can kick some ass on the Batman game. I just no longer care to. I had <laughs> oh my god that's that that experience See, and that's, sucked. I went through and played Arkham Asylum again right before Arkham Knight came out because I wanted to like familiarize myself with the controls again, and it ended up being worthless because the tr- controls are completely switched around for Arkham Knight. They've changed up everything. Oh, did so they really? They did. Uh, like detective mode is the up button on the D-pad. Now. But isn't fighting still about the same? Oh, fight! Yeah, combat is the same. Combat is just better, right? But like, I mean, it has some of the one gadgets of are controlled differently. Batman. Now. I mean, Rocksteady, they their game that has one of the best multi brawling combat systems. Absolutely, if any game, that's it, part of the fun. Of if the Assassin's game. Creed had half of what Rocksteady had, they'd have a better Assassin's Creed game. Yeah, you yeah. know, I mean, that's what they're missing from their game. Yeah, and but, the uh, animations with this are great. And then, yeah, there's just. You know, everything gets a step up. Like, you you have your quick-fire gadgets in Arkham City, and in Arkham Knight, you have your super quick-fire gadgets that work like your combo meter. Right. So. It does a really good job of making you feel like a badass. It does. It really does. It does. It makes you feel like a kung fu master. It's exactly the way you'd want it to work. No, I'm super excited for, I mean, Arkham, Arkham Knight. I just, I just know... And we're going to kind of, I guess we're going to kind of, unless you have anything else to say about Batman. I think we can leave it at that. Okay. I that, think we can, as, uh, until I've finished the game. Okay. Once I finish the game, I might come back and do like a complete You can review. come back anytime you want, Gabe. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. You'd have to play some other games though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to borrow them from you. <laughs> all right. Um, I'm all about giving The Witcher a try. Oh, well, I'm not done with it yet. Well, <laughs> I can let you borrow Shadows of Mordor though. I might borrow Shadow of Mordor from you, although I'm not going to touch anything until I get okay. Batman done and so, play as Predator for a little while in Mortal Kombat. So what I'm saying is, like, I really want to play Arkham Knight, but mm-hmm. the amount of DLC and the the season pass, I'm willing to wait, because I'm that guy that doesn't matter for spoilers, mm-hmm. eh? like one of the things that concerns you, but I'm willing to wait for all of that when at the end of the year when that whole package is 60 bucks for for certain things i'm willing to pay for the privilege of being first in line batman is one of those things much like i'm did you buy uh witcher on launch day i did and i i know witcher's not a fair comparison because all their dlc is going to be free right uh no there's they have they they just dis- they said they would release 16 dlcs for free mm-hmm and then, uh, but they they do have a season pass for other DLC, which is crazy because they just talked about their DLC, and I might actually buy the season pass. But you but didn't buy the season pass not at yet. launch. No, no. Uh, okay. But they're they have two expansions coming out, and the two expansions together adds up to a, as much gameplay as The Witcher Two. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's you know, I bought the DLC for the previous Batman games. Like I got the they have whole add-on stories right. for... No, yeah. Well, not for Arkham Asylum, I don't think. I think they just had add-on challenge maps for that. Yeah, that was kind of a week. Um, but they did have the... Uh, the side mission is Robin for Arkham City. Right. And then Arkham Origins had... Uh, 
why am I, why is this escaping my memory now? Wasn't that Robin? No, not, oh, no, Nightwing? not Arkham Origins. Oh, no, they just had an, an out on mission with more Batman stuff. Uh, it uh, brought in Mr. Freeze mm-hmm. as the villain. But it was just essentially like an extra chapter added on to the end of the story. Right. So, and I, you know, I bought all those and I played them and I enjoyed them because they added to the story and, you know, it's more Batman. And you're so. willing to buy this stuff. And you were telling me in the story because, you know, you're only going to buy. Right. I don't buy a lot of games overall. When I, so when I do, I want the full experience of every game. And particularly this, knowing this is the last rock steady Batman. Batman game, I want to dig in and take out all the content that I possibly can as soon as it comes out. Because I'm, that's one of those things I'm willing to jump in and experience as soon as it's available. That's right. one of the ones that I line up for. Right. And that's just, you know, it's because of me and because of my love for Batman, but also because of my love of how well these games represent right. my ideal of Batman. Right. And I think that rings true with a lot of people, a lot of Batman fans. And so. then you were the same thing about Mortal Kombat because you're a big fan, Mortal right. Kombat fan. Right, exactly. It, it, yeah, it's the same way. I think, you know. Yeah, I, and I, I know I do sound like a gushing fanboy no, 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 because no. of these it's, two. It's totally fan. I mean, we have Destiny fans that buy everything. I mean, I think that's just what it is. You're a gamer, and it's what games you're into. You know, like right. I'm a huge Metal Gear Solid fan. If they announce that that Metal Gear Solid bundle comes to North America, I'm going to pre-order it and buy another fucking PS4. And that's <laughs> that's just because I love that game franchise so much, and that's what I like. Right. I will talk shit about anyone else who pre-orders anything else because that's who I am, and I'm just going to be pre-orders are stupid. But when it comes to the shit I love, fuck it. It's you know, it, you know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. Well, and the, you know, with this DLC, with these games, I play through these games, and I get to the end, and I'm like, I, I wish this game would never end. I wish there right. was more to this. I wish there was more to this story because it, it's comics. That's the nature of comics. There always is more to right. this story. And if it and if it's worth it to you, if you feel you've gotten your money from it. It's like I was talking to you about Watch Dogs. I spent 20 bucks on it new. Right. And I feel like it was a worthless game. I feel ripped off. You know, that's... <laughs> right. But, I, but I when bought... you're only dropping like six bucks for, you know, three hours worth of gameplay <laughs> that adds on to the story, right. then, you know, it's a little more worth your wallet. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, I need people to come on the show and talk about it anyway, so it's worthwhile to me. <laughs> <laughs> Two birds with one stone. Yeah. yeah. So... Here's the other thing that I'm interested. That was a little DCLC talk. Mm-hmm. He bought all the DLC for Mortal Kombat, which we we're gonna play, but haven't really played. Yeah, because Bryn's playing ESO. Like, <laughs> she's compromising to, or not. Uh, whatever. Hey, we were in there with darts. We so. were playing darts. We, get, we oh, gave we, her the opening. We played some darts. Oh, and, we did. And Gabe is really good. He's better than me at cricket. <laughs> well, <laughs> I just was unlucky. No, but uh, oh, I lost my train of thought. Gabe, fucking shit. Oh no. Oh no! Okay, all right. So, so uh, no, I wanted to talk about so Batman. This is Rocksteady's last Batman game. That's kind of is it their last DC game though? That's the question. This is what this is kind of where I was going. Mm -hmm. Now, a, how does that make you feel that it's the last Batman game? Because these these guys have made it's just the last Batman game for a while. You think so? But from maybe, them, maybe. Maybe from them. I don't know. I, I Do get, you fear? I kind of get the feeling that they're going in the direction of a Justice League game. You think so? That's kind of... Again, I haven't finished the game, so I don't know. There's, you know... 
There's something that may have been spoiled a little bit for me that I haven't. You don't think they're going to do a movie tie-in game? No, 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 no. Not at all. But I think they may, you know, make certain changes to their particular universe's continuity that don't You don't think they're tired of this and want to do something totally different? Maybe not totally. Um, but yeah, it's they drop a lot of hints about an expanded universe in this game. Oh. So there are lots of teasers for potential involvement in other people that may be associated with Batman. You know, I would have been cool with them doing, uh, I would have liked to see, like, for once, just a really good Superman game. You you may get your wish just yet. But if it's a Donna Justice game, or like a Justice League, that's not quite the same. No, I just, I don't think it's going to be necessarily, you know, it's going to be like Marvel team-up, kind of. Except it's going to be Rocksteady style, which is going to be way better. Maybe. Because that's that's another thing that they tease a lot in this, is the character switch mode. It's in kind of like its infancy, but you have scenes in Arkham Knight where you're in the middle of a fight with like 20 goons and you control both oh. Batman and, say, Nightwing. Right, I should have asked you about that. I didn't mm. even think about that. That, was one that, of is, one I was of, that about. is one of the big improvements to this game. And then you have... You so know, are, they, are they fighting alongside you mm-hmm. in the game and then you can switch between them? Yes. And when you take over the other one, the AI takes over the other one. That's very cool. And they have double team moves that finish off opponents. It's like combo type shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the other characters you also get to play as are Catwoman and Robin and Osriel. So, oh. Hmm. That's funny. Nightfall Batman. Does he have the Nightfall Batman suit? No, this is new Osriel. It'd be be cool if you got his skin, though, if you got the Nightfall Batman suit. That was, was that with Arkham City? I know that was... I know there was DLC Nightfall skin. Oh, was there? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Um, I'm pretty sure it was Arkham City. That and uh, it had Batman Beyond. I'd have to go back and check skin. it. Yeah, I'd I have to look. Even though I have the game of the year, Batman. Well, because you never try. use those. D- you never use those skins in the story mode. The skins well, are for like challenge. Here's the other thing shit. too. That's a, yeah. That kind of pisses me off too. That kind of shit because it's like, a if I start the Batman game up, why can't I just choose the skin I want if it's in my <laughs> game? Why do I, Why do I have to wait till Batman? Or bet what is it? New game plus. Yeah. Why can't yeah, I just until do you it? Beat the game the first time. Through. Why? I don't know. Because it's bonus material. That's stupid. Yeah. I want to go through. As if you paid for Bat- it, I agree. I want to go stupid. through as Batman Beyond. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> I that is what I'd like to see Rocksteady do next. Batman Beyond. Yeah, that would be great if they do the Batman that's game, but do it in the future no with like a future scape. No one cares about that though. Ah, that's not true. Well, no, there is a small group of cult fans that care about Batman cared Beyond enough to make it a regular title. There's not a big enough group that gives two shits about Batman Beyond. I think you might be underestimating. I would play it for the novelty, but I don't. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like it's like High Moon's Deadpool game for PS3. Great game. Awesome. So much fun. No one gave a shit about it. It's <laughs> it was fun. It's it made me laugh a lot. It did. It was short, though. What is the sound of one robot <laughs> hand clapping? I just step. Like, I just love <laughs> I just love jumping around in the fucking uh, boot. Oh, on the, the trampoline? No, no. In the, in, the, in the Sentinel, rocketing around in the Sentinel boot. You know, oh, yeah. Fresh. Yeah. And then, <laughs> I don't know. There's some great moments in that game. That game is... I like, yeah, Cable's s- intro. Sorely underrated. Who the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> He's a man at a time. 
It's a good game. Yeah. Hey, if you guys fun. haven't played Deadpool it for is PS3 totally, or yeah, 360 that is worth 20 bucks right there. It's 1980 on Amazon right now, free shipping. So totally worth that. It's and I I'd say it's probably worth 30 bucks actually, but worth more than Watch Dogs for sure. <laughs> totally. Worth, <laughs> totally worth more than Watch Dogs and you will laugh and there's titties and Deadpool is hilarious. Mm-hmm. They totally nailed Deadpool in the way I hope the movie does. Yeah. Which I think the movie will. I just I'm They anxious. gave it they gave it a chance. Hard R. Yeah. Gave they're it a let, hard R. They're letting them run with it, so. <sighs> well, Gabe, I mean, this has been awesome. I mean, is there anything you want to talk about? Are there any games any games you're looking forward to playing coming out? I'm looking forward to Witcher. Witcher I'm 3? also looking forward to No Man's Sky. But oh, I think we could heard devote an entire show to that. Oh, so. we can talk about that some though. I mean, we we've talked about it on the show quite a bit. Um uh a lot of us are wanting to play it. A lot of us feel that uh there's a massive hype train on it and it's not going to live up to what it is. That's I think that's also entirely possible, especially now that they've set this firm release date or window, not a date, but a window that right. they're going to release it in, giving themselves the deadline. I think it's going to deliver on everything that they promised, but it's not going to be in the way we thought it would be. No, I think it's kind of going to feel like it's almost going to feel like older uh, I hesitate to say like old PC games, but it's it's going to feel a little directionless and aimless is my concern is that there's not going to be any kind of story behind right. this. It's no, there isn't. It's going to be fly around right. and look at all this cool shit that the I computer made. I think they've kind of said that. I think it's, at the, you spawn on a world, you get in a ship, you get up and, you know, you can either mine and mine and some shit to get shit for your, your ship because your ship needs bigger blasters and or bigger engines. Or you need engines. a bigger ship. Or bigger ship to get, because you're trying to get to the center of the universe. That's mm-hmm. your goal. <laughs> There's no story. That's just the fucking point of the game. Now, try to get there, you have to either mine or shoot enemies that are trying to kill you or register. So you're worried it's going to be too much like Minecraft then? It, it No, I'm not worried about that. I'm pretty much sure that's what the game's going to be. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. So that you're like, worried that most people aren't expecting it to be like that, and there's going to be a huge backlash because yes, of it. Yes, I feel like the hype train, and and then, yeah, I just, and and then to me is, and then the fact that I can't actually play with my friends because I'd be kind of cool to, to multiplayer it. Yeah, not really multiplayer, but just like, oh, we're flying together, and this, we're never going to see each other. Right. That's kind of, you know, like, it's kind of, I wish there was a little bit more connectivity. No, which there's I guess, always the sequel. I guess the alienation of that game is cool. But what 10 guys in a studio are trying to make <laughs> this big ass indie game that you can never visit any of the planets in our son's lifetime. Right. Is ambitious and beautiful. So whatever the game's failures might be, it's this really cool concept and idea it's worth taking a chance on right. to, to support this idea right. Right. this radical kind of revolution of game making right. yeah yeah so. i agree with that 100 percent. and i am looking forward to giving it a shot but i don't know if i'm going i don't know if i'm going to buy it at launch or if i'll wait yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna wait until i hear more about it until i see like a big spread on it in game informer <laughs> or something where it's not it's more than just a well here's some pretty gameplay right right yeah. Anything else you're looking forward to? or That's all I've got in mind at the moment. Right, just 
kicking I, you know because i know you only buy a few games i mean you must where do you go to listen find out about games i mean you just i you know i got a game informer subscription again recently. okay so when when I went out and bought my PS4, I ended up getting that subscription. And are you are you an Uncharted guy? Or oh yeah, yeah. That's good to bring that up. Uncharted four. Uncharted and the the HD collection for Uncharted. Oh, you're gonna get well. you're gonna go for that? I probably will. Yeah. Um, I think it would be worth it to. I think it would enhance the replay value of those games because yeah. I've only those are games that I've only ever played through once. Right. Despite them being good, and I've tried to give them a second run through and just kind of you know. Fizzled list, out around the time I the got. The listeners game. know that I'm not a big fan of the Uncharted series. No, no, I'm more of a Tomb Raider guy. See, and I, I never got into Tomb Raider. Right. So, I, you know, the the moment that sealed Uncharted for me was Hose uh, before Bros, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I think you got that backwards, yo. Now, when it comes to sexy video now game chicks, yeah, now when it comes to <laughs> pixelated titties. Uh, there was a moment in the Uncharted games that just kind of sold me for life on the tone that they approached this with, and it was uh, one of the later levels in Uncharted 2 that, uh, it, you know how Uncharted 2 kind of like starts off and then does the flashback and then comes back mm-hmm. to, okay, he's on the train dangling from the face of the mountain. Right. And as you're g- going, making your way up the side of the train, he just mutters really loudly, I am so sick of climbing shit. <laughs> right. And that, you know, that just kind of made me laugh. And I was just like, I, I, you know, I like the way they think about this. And it was almost a decent game until I got to the end when I fought the boss. And, and then I was like, I'm so sick of shooting glowy bits. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, that's what this game fucking that's did to me. That's what this game, yeah. Anyway, no, I mean. Uh, and Uncharted 3 to me was a letdown because of the lack of a boss fight at the end of the game. It, See, I'm it okay with that. Like, it, it just felt like abrupt and. It's like it's like Red Dead to me though. Mm. Have you played Red Dead Redemption? I never finished it. Oh, well, that was I one of those games where I just got. There's a massive, just huge boss battle of like dragons and pterodactyls. <laughs> right, that really fits <laughs> in with the tone of the you know whole western. You should still beat that game. It's dope. Yeah, I just, and it was one of those games where I just completely got lost in the side missions, and oh. it just it it got overwhelming to me in the you size and it? scope of it. Oh yeah, I've still got it for the PS3. Because I imagine that. We're going to hear about a sequel for that game. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. In McFarlane's the, the Ranch year. is in GTA Five. I, I mean, yeah. No, I know. I've, I've played that. You found but, that? But uh, I'm just saying that that game is probably coming uh, next couple years. So. Yeah. That wouldn't surprise me at all. She should probably finish that game, bro. <laughs> it would make sense. It I like Red Dead way better. I hate. I don't like Grand Theft Auto anymore. I'm done with that I game. I like GTA Five, yeah. And I was never a fan of the Grand Theft Auto games to begin with. But GTA Five is fun to me. Yeah. And then maybe it's just because of the the addition of the first-person view, I think, is fun. But it's also just a really good satire on action movies. I guess. You know, like all the billboards about uh, legalizing medicinal cocaine and sure the bad television shows that are just like, you know, That's what Grand Theft Auto's always been. That's what Grand Theft Auto's always been, in my opinion. Yeah, but it's, it's a much broader world, and it just kind of... I guess I just like the glorified version. I, I like Vice City. That's my GTA. Vice City. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fun one. Anyway. Gabe, it has been awesome having you on the show. It's been great being here. And we should have you on all the time. You should just <laughs> be on all the time. It's great to talk to you. And uh, we welcome you back anytime you want to be on the show. And uh, I don't know. I mean, hey, you know where to ki- find me. What kind of things interest you about video games nowadays? Are there any concerns you have about video games? Any questions you'd like to have answered that you'd like to have us 
like maybe in the future episode i i think one of the future episodes should address the failure of kojima's silent hill Oh, because could, that's yeah. a big letdown to me. I was really looking forward to that after playing through PT. Well, Kojima doesn't his his uh his studio's been disbanded and Konami yeah. doesn't give two shits about him. And, and that's really sad because he was a huge moneymaker for do, them. I do I do think it'll be interesting to see where he goes, like what avenue yeah. he and what game he does. Because mm-hmm. I mean he can't do Metal Gear because Konami owns Metal Gear. Right. So he's gonna have to move forward with something else. And this new Metal Gear is going to be basically the end. Hideo Kojima's Batman. That'd be interesting. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be crazy. Hey, if they get Kevin Conroy to voice it, (laughs) I'll buy it. It could be anything. (laughs) I'll buy it on launch day. Maybe we could could do this Silent Hill thing maybe sometimes. Yeah. Uh, Have you played that? Did you play it? I played PT. Okay. And, you know, I played a couple of the earlier Silent Hill games and, you know, I have a hard time with horror games because I played by myself almost exclusively and... Like, I never finished Dead Space because it just freaked me out too bad. Oh, I can't play any of those shit. I yeah. Freaks me they out. scare the hell out of me. Uh, I didn't but they're play, fun. I didn't they're fun because PT. of that. I have PT on my system because it's gone now. You can't have it anymore. I mean, they got rid of it. So I have it still on my system. Yeah. If, if it's downloaded onto the hard system, drive, it's good. Save. Yeah. But like if you, yeah. So I still have it, but I've never played it. I've just watched people play it. <laughs> I watched I watched Justin play it. It was really funny. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, yeah, it's been awesome having you on the show. Yeah, thanks again for having me. Yeah. I look forward to coming back. Yeah, of course. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's Gabe. I'm Ian, and this is a 70 th- 75th episode of Couch Co-op. Can you fucking believe that, guys? Yeah. Anyway, you guys, listeners, thank you so much for listening. Please write in. Go to iTunes. Search us, Couch Co-op. Write us a review really helps us and uh yeah um i'm ian that was gabe and uh we'll check you later bye couch co-op